Hello, it's Zoe, and welcome or welcome back to the Mischief Movement podcast, your weekly inspo for people looking for more hell yeah in their life. Consider this your one-way ticket out of midlife mediocrity towards fun and positive impact via playful disruption. Wouldn't you love to wake up and feel like a total badass? How about breaking some rules, throwing two fingers up to society and doing more of the things you love? I'm talking full-on freedom, adventure and those meaningful connections I know you've been craving. Stop waiting for your amazing life to happen and go get it! I'll be picking the brains of some true game changers and mischief makers so I can share what I find and hopefully inspire you to shake things up, do more of what makes you feel alive and boldly rebel against the ordinary. I've no idea what I'm doing to be honest, but I've got a mission and I'm here to start a movement. It's going to be quite the adventure. Care to join me? Okay, here goes. Hey there, this week it's just a solo episode from me and I want to talk to you about your leap of faith. It sounds big and terrifying, but it really doesn't have to be, I promise. I kept hearing this phrase, leap of faith, on repeat every time I came across a new self-development book or a podcast. Either that or this really cheesy phrase, leap and the net shall appear, or words to the same effect. Ugh, that bullshit again. Basically, go and do something that feels kind of right, but simultaneously scares the shit out of you, having no idea what the consequences will be, but trusting in some power greater than you that the outcome has been taken care of and is also likely worth the struggle. That's a pretty big ask. When I tried to relate this to creating my leather goods brand, I assumed that the real leap of faith was dealing with all the formalities of starting a business. I avoided them and then told myself, well, no wonder things aren't going too smoothly because I've still got one foot out the door here. And to a certain extent, this is true. While I did feel compelled to create and I obsessed over the future of this brand, at the same time, I had such a huge resistance that I couldn't bring myself to fully make it happen. I dabbled, I dithered, I pretended I was doing what lit me up and that one day it would begin to feel like a real business rather than just a hobby. But that moment never really came and the more I tried to force myself to produce the goods or create the content, the more I began to withdraw from my big vision. Feeling despondent and a bit like a failure if I'm honest, I did put my foot on the brake and I waited for that surge of creativity to hit. I know I've read a million times to give yourself space and that's exactly what I tried to do, but none came. So I tried the opposite. I surrounded myself with leather and fastenings and, you know, tried to coax it back through sheer willingness. Still nothing. And in the meantime, I went to my oracle cards. You may have heard of these. They're cards that kind of help you question things or reconnect with your intuition. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing too woo-woo about them, really. Um, It's just a way of helping you to decide, I suppose. Yeah, helping you connect with what you really want. Um, So I, I use them to help me sort of ask myself, really, where do I go from here? Anyway, I drew this oracle card And it was called The Crumbling. And when I read up on what that meant, it basically said, what do you need to let go of in order to move forward? And, you know, I just had this 
thought, you know, is it my leather work? I don't know. Do I need to let go of it in some way? So I thought, okay, let's try it. What have I got to lose? I stopped trying to come up with fantastic new designs. I stopped shutting myself in my basement to work only to return upstairs disappointed and, you know, a bit deflated. And I stopped stressing over the sales that I wasn't making and beating myself up for not doing enough. I gave myself permission to try something new without any attachment to the outcome. So I decided I was going to dedicate more time to my coaching studies and I spruced up my dusty website and wrote some new content for my blog, which had been virtually untouched for at least two, if not three years. And it felt really good. So, you know, from then I kind of decided I'd also had enough of talking about ideas without ever bringing them to fruition, like the podcast. And I realised that I just... I had to start it. It was that dream that I'd had from two or three years ago and perhaps now was a good time to give it a go. Anyway, those first two interviews were sort of hesitant conversations. They were riddled with nervous giggles. But already by the third, I was beginning to feel like, okay, I can probably do this. Um, And it started to feel more natural and easier and, you know, really exciting all at the same time. I love the fact that I could have carte blanche over the questions and I could quiz my guest on anything and everything. But it wasn't until after the recording ended where this particular guest asked me a question. How's it going with your business? And um, it stung a little bit, actually, to admit that I'd kind of stopped because I was feeling like it was an uphill struggle. But then as I expressed my desire to focus on doing more of what lights me up and the dream I had of, you know, starting my own podcast, I found myself uttering these words without really thinking about it. And I said, well, you know, it's all a bit of a leap of faith, really. And then it hit me. Finally, I was doing it. I couldn't get there with the leather for every reason, but I could now see how the podcast was exactly that. You know, I had this dream to create something meaningful with no guarantee that it would ever lead anywhere or produce an income. But I had an inexplicable feeling that somehow it was just the right step. And crucially, I had this acceptance that I would be unattached to the outcome, whatever happened. So here I am now, having recorded five or six episodes and a trailer. um, And I'm really enjoying myself as I play host to all these awesome guests and you know we get to exchange ideas that I hope will spark even more ideas or conversations for you guys who are listening and above all I think I get it now you know I don't mind where this goes because it's fun to try and I'm just curious to pursue it so this week I just want to ask you have you ever lived a moment like this? Is there something you've been putting off because you're too scared it won't work? Or logically, it doesn't seem like it should be the the right thing to do? Or something where you've just felt so attached to what you want the final outcome to be? Could you give yourself permission to just try and see where it goes without the pressure of creating your life's work or, you know, any promise of an income at the end of it? I think there's a lot to be said for enjoying the process, which is 
I have to admit, is another super cheesy cliche that I really struggled to digest without being sick in my own mouth. <laughs> For a long time, I did not want to hear it. Enjoy the process. You know, you're like, it's actually really frustrating. Um, but I'm enjoying this process a million times more because I've just let go of this idea that it has to be perfect and it has to have, um, I don't know, it has to make me an income or it has to win an award. Do you know what? There's nothing. It's just fun. I get to talk with really amazing people. We get to exchange ideas. Hopefully I'm inspiring you and that's enough. And so I genuinely am finally um, enjoying the process. So I think if you can find something that truly makes you feel alive, you genuinely won't worry about the end result. You'll just lose yourself in the fun of doing it. Anyway, if you accept this challenge to, um, to take that idea that you've had that perhaps has been scaring you a little bit, let me know. I'd love to hear what you've decided you can now allow yourself to experiment with and enjoy more once you remove the pressure of the end result. That was just a short episode for me this week. I hope it makes you think differently. And next week, I will be back with another guest to help you to have more fun, make more mischief and rebel against the ordinary. So I'll catch up with you next week. Bye. I hope you loved today's episode and it made you think differently or perhaps nudged you into changing something in your life that's not working for you. This week's Mischief Maker is a guy who messaged me on Facebook recently and said, just thought I'd drop you a quick note to say that I've been enjoying your podcast. Midlife dad of two here and loving it, but so much to relate to. Lack of freedom and challenges of balancing being yourself and being a parent and having an outlet of some sort of your own. It's lovely to hear you tackle these things so positively and open up in the way you are. Thank you so much for your comments. I'd love to give any of you out there a shout out right here on the podcast too. So let me know what you think, what you'd like to hear more of or how you've been inspired. Let's keep in touch over on Instagram at Mischief and Hyde or sign up to my newsletter at zoegreenhalf.com. And if you're enjoying being part of the Mischief Movement, please consider telling a friend or leaving me a review wherever you download your episodes, which will seriously help my mission to inspire and empower more people like us to choose mischief over mediocre. Ciao!